Jonesy and Amanda. Jam Nation. Everyone knows this theme. Everyone knows that. The Beyond 2000 theme. The Beyond 2000 and theme. And here we are, substantially Beyond 2000. When I was young, much younger than today, we had a mate and we called him Beyond. Why? Because he's this giant nerd. Well, that's always, nice, Brendan. He was always into science stuff and then we go, oh, good on you, Beyond. It became a, a thing. But you know, nerds are ruling the world. Of I never like no beef with I nerds. never liked the expression boffins or whatever. Eggheads. Yeah, I never liked that because now have a look at our, every bit of technology that you love in your life has mm-hmm. come from a scientific endeavour. That's what we did early stories on where you carry your phone around in a suitcase. When we travelled the world with Beyond 2000, there wasn't even email. So you had to research your stories by phoning someone yeah. in Mexico in the middle of the night and they would send through the mail their research to you. We couldn't co- co- correspond with the office while we were away because email didn't exist. All these technological breakthroughs are all because of science, mm-hmm. all the medical breakthroughs. They're not eggheads. They're not nerds. Ironically, you never saw email coming though, did you? Well, we're in the midst of attempting to use it. We didn't do stories on walking on water. No, you dismissed the stories about technology. uh, Well, I I was in it for the wacky. I was in it for the Mm. wacky, and I was in it for your accent of 1985. Well, while I'm new to Beyond 2000 and everyone is being so polite to me, I thought I'd take the best trip going. (laughs) I know. You've boganised me. You've got Ian Finlay eating out of the palm of your hand. (laughs) And can I just say, you are such a spunk. You're you're a spunk now. But, like, really, I can see you say... I don't I know never what TV executives. You said I don't know what TV executives saw in me, but I can see it. I, you've got the X factor. I was so nervous, and I I look back now and I think you know all the worries about holding my stomach in. I had but giant shoulder pads. You couldn't even see I had a stomach because my shoulder pads were so big. But my hair was so high. Yeah. It was a, a funny well, you, you a funny time a, to be on the telly. That young, you know, the young baby fat of the era of the eighties. You know, <laughs> that we all carried. I carried everyone's. Thank you. <laughs> but I'll say this. This story, what the hell is this what is about? It? What is it? Okay, it's got you with this scientist guy, but you're actually holding Albert Einstein's <gasps> brain. In a jar. In a jar. Yes. But. I thought I'd imagined it. But where did you get the brain from? That I want you to answer that question after we hear this. Well, Dr. Harvey did the autopsy on the great man and couldn't resist removing it. As you see, we don't have much whole brain left. There's a few small pieces in this one jar. It's hard to imagine that these cells conceived the theory of relativity and deduced that E equals MC squared, the underlying equation of the nuclear age. Yeah, that's all. That's all well and good, but he I was holding did the his auto- brain in my hands. It's incredible, and because yeah. well, that was my very first Beyond Two Thousand trip. And at the end of a six-week trip, we did a special on the brain. So I was away for eight or nine weeks. So I was feeling terrified and overwhelmed. And I've often thought, did I imagine that I held Albert Einstein's brain? We went to this tiny place. It might have been in Kansas or something like that. And that guy. We're just in his office, yeah. and he had these jars on his desk of brain parts. Okay. He had done the autopsy and had stolen, so presumably, he'd the stolen brain. the brain. Well, how else would he have well, it? Well, I'm just – that's what – I was watching that story, and, and the way you just say, and he took the brain. Well, he says he took the brain. Well, what so is he, Frankenstein? I, I was holding Albert Einstein's brain <laughs> yeah. in my hands, and when I saw Oppenheimer the other day, I thought, I think I've held that guy's brain in my hands. Oh, like six degrees of separation right there. 
you, it's bizarre, you isn't man-handling it? manhandling body parts. I don't think you can do that these days, just steal something from an autopsy and have <laughs> no. some gormless person come along and hold it. That was simple times, weren't they? they? And where did you leave your brain during all of that? <laughs> I left mine in the car. <laughs> I was overwhelmed and I kept but it in the like, boot. He's like Frankenstein. Yeah. Remember that, that scene from Young Frankenstein? Which brain did you get? Abby. Abby who? Abby normal? Remember that? <laughs> no, but I'm glad you've reminded me.